Hi everyone, welcome back to Next Gen. I have a really special guest with me today, Camilla. So Camilla, first of all, a massive, massive welcome. But if you could just introduce yourself to everyone and just share a little bit about who you are, what you do, and kind of just a little bit about your journey. Um, well, hi Diana. hi everyone. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so, so much for having me. I'm Camilla and I am a career coach for professional women who want to love their career and make their voice heard. Um, I have an environment uh, history, sorry, I put my teeth in, in working in the built environment industry and I do work with women in that sector, but really anyone that is looking to level up their career in terms of promotion maybe contemplating a career change master certain challenges or certain skills um yeah I love to work with you amazing I love that women power I'm all for it I mean we've had men on the podcast as well so I'm not anti-men but it's always nice to speak to people that's just really empowering of kind of women's jobs women's kind of work process and I think as well sometimes the pressure that we put on ourselves as women sometimes you know there is that there for us so having people like yourself to be able to guide us and make sure that sometimes we have to be kind to ourselves is probably key yes amazing yes. amazing so I'm moving on to kind of where you started I know we've spoken previously before this episode um but just for people listening kind of how did you fall into this career? Because I know when people listen to this, you know, young entrepreneurs or whoever is listening, it's not something business or kind of a career change or going into coaching isn't just a wake up in the middle of the night moment. There's always a journey behind it. So kind of where did you start and where, why did you want to become a, a kind of female coach and empowering women kind of coach? 100% great question. Uh, I'm going to try and keep some of my background very brief. There's a lot of it, but I effectively, I graduated in the middle of the recession, which was pretty tough um, from an MA in urban design. I'm an urban designer and also a trained architect. And I, as soon as I got that work experience placement, I was never leaving the company I was at basically. So I just worked and I worked and I worked to make that happen. And by the time I got to 27, I was in a pretty senior role at quite a young age. And in my sights, I thought that's it. I, I want to be a director before I'm 30. And I come from a very academic background. Um, and it's certainly also a background where climbing the career ladder is, is the thing that you do. And I really, really weighted um, my success and valued it against my career. For me, sort of life was work, success was work. And I put a lot of pressure on myself. Um, I was in quite a stressful and demanding job. I really wanted to progress. I was putting so much pressure on myself. And to be honest, that just created an absolute melting pot of eventually my mental health just going no. Yeah. Um, and it was a really tough time. I went through a really tough time of just feeling like I failed because ultimately I ended up coming to the decision, um, typically during the times that we were all confined to our houses and not being able to leave and really just spending days on furlough, um, staring at four walls, thinking, what am I going to do? And I really reconciled it with the fact that I had to put my mental health first before any career achievement before any job title before any salary and I then start thinking about what what do I want to do what makes me happy and I realized a real key part of my job role um throughout the years was supporting and mentoring other women 
and I decided to take the leap I decided to uh, train as a coach alongside my job and as soon as I started I I just knew it was for me and I, I haven't looked back to be honest I love that and I think as well sometimes you know in order to be a coach you have to really go through that experience yourself mm-hmm. it probably wasn't a nice experience to go through but it just means that you're really able to kind of just get on board with the feelings and the emotions that other people potentially will be going through that then you're able to coach so I just think that's that's great thank you you're welcome um so the the next thing I want to ask um is kind of the climbing the career ladder and kind of prioritizing that in regards to kind of the success and the pathways and it being right for you. Um, When did you start to notice this? Because I think as well, like you said, as women, we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves and there might be people listening now that you didn't think that this was going to be a career change for you and you achieved so much um, in such a short space of time that when things are going so quickly and when you're so ambitious, you know, when was that turning point for you? And what did that look like for someone else that might be listening? Oh, that's really interesting. And really the turning point. So in that sort of melting pot I described, I was working crazy hours. I was traveling around the country um, every single week doing crazy amounts of miles. I was obviously trying to have some sort of limited social life outside of that as well. And everything, you know, life was very, very busy and it wasn't bad at all. Um, but there was always this issue that I, I knew mentally I was struggling and I sort of swept it under the rug mm. a lot, I think. And I talked to my manager. I did reach out. I had a really, really good manager. Um, but I think we've got to remember that at the time that I went through that mentoring was maybe just a thing. Coaching certainly wasn't. So in terms of support in the workplace, it was more limited I think than what it is now and really the key thing for me in terms of that transition in terms of my career and that transition in terms of my thinking was having that time and space to actually stop life stop work and think and in my case obviously it completely came out of the blue as it did for a lot of us I know a lot of us during that time we did have time and space to think and there has been a monumental shift and I think in terms of workplace culture there has been a monumental shift towards being kind to yourself being kind to others listening empathy mental health well-being um which is fantastic but for me I really needed that time and that space to think things through and you know I'm not gonna lie some of it was really really not pretty it was a really tough time but I do believe going through that process has definitely made uh, me the person I am and definitely you know incredibly influential in my coaching. I love that I think it's so powerful and you know women have so many things as kind of already just touched in base you know that there's so many other factors that women have to factor in especially if they're 
climbing the career ladder um you know if they want to settle down and have a family there's so much pressure yeah. there's so many more um emotions at times I, you know I, I've spoken to other people in regards to men and they also say the same thing that it's a massive shift um and there has been a big shift um so what would be kind of the women's power and how do you really want to break that mold for you like what do you see that like obviously being a coach in that area what's kind of your your ways of doing things in your mold well, for me, do you know what? It, um, having worked in a very male-dominated environment over the years, and again, this isn't about me saying men are bad, absolutely not. Um, my manager was male. He was absolutely fantastic with me and is still a very, very close friend today. There have been a lot of male acquaintances, friends, loved ones that have been a part of my success, undoubtedly. Um, but in terms of women's power... For me, I love to show power through, do you know what, just having fun. And I think there is a massive myth in the workplace, especially if you're in a very uh, driven, ambitious environment, that you can't have fun doing what you want to do. And actually, one thing that my manager really always encouraged was, Camilla, just be yourself. And that was a massive part of me being successful at a young age, because as much as I put pressure on myself, I felt that I could be successful being who I truly was. And I love to have fun doing it. I mean, I love working hard, but why not have fun along the way? So that's a really, really key component. Be yourself, have some fun, enjoy yourself. And I think although the perception and the culture is slightly changing, it's also okay to reach out to say, I don't know, I am struggling. I definitely come from an industry that has, I think, some sort of culture around it, certainly in the past, of you just, you man up and get, you get on with it. Well, actually, no, you don't have to do that. It's okay to put yourself first. It's okay to show yourself some kindness. So I must admit, this is something that I could talk about oh. all day. Um, But I think, to me really that's what women's power represents in quite a different way uh potentially I think to what you may stereotypically jump to no no I I I really really think fun is such a simple but something that so many people you know male and female just yeah. don't take a, a, for granted enough I think we we think work has to be a boring place. We think that everything has to be very structured and everything has to have, you know, rules and things like that. And like you said, yeah. be fun, enjoy it. Because sometimes, you know, if being in a career that's nine to five or in corporate or something like that does work for you, you have to have that fun element. You're going to be doing it for the next 20, 30, 40 years. You yeah. know, if you're feeling bored and not yourself in day one you know that's going to be a very long and deflating journey so I love that you picked up on that and I think it is something that isn't spoken about enough um, and you can definitely see the difference of people that are having fun in life and people that aren't so yeah. I think that's a really key thing um, to pick up on so thank you for that something else I really want to talk up on and we started speaking about it when kind of off air but um, I think something as well that is really kind of funny and difficult subject maybe for the women or men that are maybe listening um but money talk 
Um, and my talk than when we previous spoke was something that you're very confident at. And I think it's something that more and more people have to become confident at. So kind of just share a little bit about that and kind of things such as why you're so confident and why that's something that's maybe a skill of yours. Yeah, I mean, it's I still find it slightly amusing to this day, to be honest, that for all of the confidence and oh, my goodness, I spent 10 years sort of lacking confidence and writing it down religiously on my appraisal forms. Um, but one thing I didn't struggle with um, in terms of having confidence was conversations around money, whether that was doing deals with clients or whether that was sort of salary and, and personal um, related conversations. And I think for me, I, I, I'm, and I thought about this for a while, I don't know quite when it clicked, but I think in the midst of when I was, for want of a better phrase, running around like a lunatic at work. And I realised, and I've had conversations with quite a lot of people, that as soon as you become really good at your job, everyone wants a piece of you. And that's not in a big-headed way. It's because people just go, actually, they're a safe pair of hands, or I can go to them. And it's such a massive compliment, um, but it can be really tough to deal with as well in terms of feeling like you are being pulled a thousand ways. And everyone's got a bit of an agenda however much they look out for you and in the midst of all of that going on even though I was an employee my mindset completely changed that I started to look at almost myself as business entity Mm. it was definitely helped in the company that I was in because they had a very entrepreneurial culture and I started to then see myself as my own entity rather than an employee and that really helped in the sense that I realized quite quickly that people of course have your best interests at heart but you are almost the best representation of yourself you're almost the best representation of your business so actually yeah I am going to go and have that conversation about money and salary and explain where I would like to get to and explain if I'm not feeling happy, why I'm not feeling happy um, about it, what I wanted to achieve in the future. And it was never a negative conversation. It, you know, I think that's still, it's a misconception that's shifting, um, but there are still a lot of people out there that think that asking for money or if you have a talk to someone about money, it has to sort of be in a negative conflict sense way. You can go in and have a really, really constructive conversation where you talk about it. You put your case forward. You say very simply how you're feeling about the situation, where you'd like to go to. And that will be reciprocated or it won't. And then you can go from there and then. In terms of the, um, I guess, the business side of things, I just never, ever took it personally. Like if someone's saying no to you and it's a money thing, I went for so many pitches, um, you know, you network, you meet clients, things work out, things don't. And it was almost one of the benefits of being in a very male-dominated industry is that it was just, I always just felt there was this real, real sense of it's just business. And I realized that even if there was a no or um, a negotiation about a fee that didn't quite work, something didn't work out. Actually, if you made a connection with that person and they come to you and it was a no at first, they come back. And that actually 
made me build a much more long-lasting source of business at times it was really really beneficial and that's something that now you know when you're a business owner you're always going to hear no's you're always going to have to have conversations about money um but for me I I'm very happy to talk about it I'm very very happy to be transparent and you know if it's not working for someone then that's absolutely fine I'd never take it personally I'd never take it to heart and um, I'm always happy to just to move on or see how we can make it work for them amazing I think you know when people talk about money like you said and you picked up on a negative kind of energy is always there or not necessarily negative in anyone's field but that kind of fear I think you know as a business owner you fear to share numbers Mm. fear to kind of um discuss your prices or maybe you know everything going on in the world at the moment you have to increase your prices for some reason and there's always that fear there or that kind of negative feeling um so I really love that you touch upon that and actually sometimes we do have to take the emotion out of that money focused kind of conversation it is business you know um and all of that stuff so thank you for sharing that but last thing I'm going to throw you on the spot a little bit um obviously being a business owner what would be or or even a coach what would be kind of your I don't know three or even just one key tip that's just something that is now something you've had to learn that's kind of helped grow your business or something that you've learned personally as kind of more of a personal development like what's something that you would say is a must um or maybe something that maybe people should think about or give a try along your journey oh that's a good one um I think a couple immediately spring to mind I think the first is one of my probably most well-used phrases which is get comfortable being uncomfortable and you know, that comes into coaching a lot as well. Um, and I I was so guilty of this for years. I just stayed in my comfort zone. I didn't really ever try anything new. Um, I was very scared to sort of make that leap. But actually, you know, the truth is growing and changing and doing things that are amazing can feel really uncomfortable at times they can really get you they can really get you here and right in your heart and it just it does feel uncomfortable but actually if you can bear with that and you can move through that and even if that is reaching out and getting support say from a coach and you do need a bit of help on that journey if you can just persevere the results will be incredible and I love working with my clients to see that and it's something that I have I've done myself and I've genuinely just been amazed at the results Mm, amazing no I think that's definitely a key takeaway and I hope people listening have taken quite a few nuggets from this I think there's a lot to kind of really delve into there um so thank you firstly so much for being a guest on next gen um it's been a pleasure having you guys as I say every single week um all of Camilla's kind of links or anything that maybe is kind of touched you in some way or you want to reach out there's always ways that you can connect we'll put all the social media links that Camilla is um connected with um or if you want to 
be more in touch with her personally I can share her email I'm sure she'd be happy to do that or just reach out to her um if you struggle for any reason I will be happy to personally connect you with Camilla um and obviously then you can kind of discuss or continue the conversation or just ask more questions I think like you said up in this podcast asking questions is good it's never a bad thing to ask questions so Camilla a massive thank you so much for being a guest on next gen it's been a pleasure, pleasure having you Oh, it's been amazing. Thank you so much. I feel like the time has absolutely whizzed by and I'm just so grateful to have had a platform to talk about some really important things today. Well, thank you. And please like just keep sharing. I'm sure you'll be back in the future as well to just have more of an update. You know, this isn't ever the the end of the road. So um, yeah, those listening, thank you so much. And Camilla, thank you again. I will see you all next week.